0: Okay, can you hear me okay?
1: Absolutely. Okay. So I'm so excited for this. Yeah? Yeah, to, to see your work, and then there's a couple of reasons. One, I don't, there's not very many females that are in this bootleg toy no. stall.
0: No, there's hardly any of us.
1: And so to be able to interview someone that, like, it, you, it, it's just so incredible that you are changing what bootleg toy, you're changing this guy's party thing.
0: Yeah, it's a sausage fest, for sure.
1: I I love that you're changing that. And then to see you go off on someone, which we will get to, (laughs) which is the shit.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, that has been a a topic of many a conversation lately, the past couple days. I've had a lot of messages.
1: Yeah, I've loved it. Can we start just from the top? Like, let's get your name, how long you've been doing this, and why the hell you chose bootleg toys.
0: Right. Well, so I'm Ashley DeLewis. I'm Mug Costanza Toys' wife. So I actually did start doing that because I did a lot of packaging. I did painting, you know, carding. Um, I always need all of our cards. Um, So that is kind of how I started in the scene, assisting uh, Greg. And um, then, about, you know, like two, maybe a year and a half ago, two years, I just thought, you know what? I, I want to do my own thing. I want to branch out because I used to be a zine artist. And I was like, I, I really want to incorporate that into the toy world. I hadn't seen a toy mounted directly onto a zine before um, and made into like a whole package. Yeah. Uh, where it was like a you know really real visual experience that went just beyond the figure um so that was something that I just really wanted to do and that's why I created Medusa's Wild was just literally to facilitate that idea. Um, it just didn't make any sense under mug because it was just it's very feminist it's it's very third wave feminism which is very like sex positive um pro sex work. Um, and I'll get into all that later, like why it's relevant
1: to me. Um, Here is what's interesting to me, though, is you go between galactic sluts and making the Star Wars nuggets. Yeah. So yeah, what, just totally different. Yeah, what's that? Um,
0: well, i'm I'm a huge packaging nerd. I don't know if you were aware of our booth for designer con in two thousand and nineteen, but we built an entire Star Wars bodega. Oh so it was all Star Wars themed packaging. Um, it was really cool. It got it got good press. We were in LA Weekly, um, which was like mind blowing because at that point we were you know still pretty new. I had just started. I don't even think I even had a figure out yet, but I was really into packaging. I'm a marketing director during the day. That's oh, like so my that's day job. Jam that's my jam. So I do branding, marketing, logo design, brand packages. That's like what I do. So I do graphic design, um, illustration. And so, uh, yeah, the star Wars bodega was kind of like our first foray into what if we just took everything that, you know, we recognize that's a comfort to us, like a tide, you know, and made it something totally different. So we made tide Jedi, um, yeah. and bubble, was job And, um, you know, we had like a Mr. Clean and all this Thrawn and like all this like fun stuff. Nub, right? And we had the Yubnub. Yep. And it was funny cause we made all these going, I literally made them going, oh man, I won't have to buy laundry detergent for like six months. Cause you know, we stocked, <laughs> we stocked the shelves. Yeah. Like we like had the shelves stocked with items. So each item had probably, you know, five or six or more and we left with nothing. People, it was crazy. We actually had to put people off because everybody wanted to buy all the items. And I was like, dude, I need the booth up. Like, I knew this was like part of the booth. So at the end, we were like, all right, come back at the end of the show. And then all these people were like coming at the end of the show and bought every single thing we had. We literally left with nothing. Um, So how do you price
1: that out? Because that's like real. Oh, I
0: basically give them away. I mean, I I sold them for very cheap, you know, Mm -hmm. 10 or 20 bucks or something. We, I would rather, um... Things need to be what they're worth, like certain toys and art toys, especially when we sell through DKE because you know th- there's a commission uh, fee on that. Um, you know, but we make we make a lot of deals with people, even with design stuff. You know, if I if I really believe in someone's idea and I really want to facilitate their growth, I, I don't charge crazy prices. And sometimes we do something like that with design too. You know, like if we have little trinkets that we make and stuff somebody would look at that as our charge a hundred dollars you know i'm like i paid three dollars for this i don't know give me six yeah. like whatever like i'm just you know i was pretty much running at like a bodega because we used to live in new york city and a pack of gum would be like three dollars and i'm like dude i know you got that for like 25 cents <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we we did bodega prices basically on that which but I that's love. what started this the star nugg- that's what started the star nuggies thing um because I wanted to do fast food. I really mm. wanted to like get into that. Um, and I love McDonald's uh, marketing and packaging and everything they've ever done with the stop motion. And it's just brilliant. I mean, McDonald's is trash. Their food's mealworm garbage, but their, par- their marketing is fucking brilliant. Yeah. And I have such a, um, I just love it. Like it's so pop culture. I love everything pop culture. And so the Nugget toys are so hilarious. It's like, they're just so weird. And I was just like, I really want to do something with the nuggets. But I was like, well, I can't just have a nugget on a <laughs> yeah. card. Who, who puts a nugget on a card? And I was like, they clearly have to be in big nugget containers. Yeah. So, um, you know, I it, I got samples. I did all the arrangement of it. I get them printed at a place in Burbank near the um, Disney studios. So the really high quality prints, and then I cut them all by hand
1: oh and my assemble God. them.
0: It's a huge pain in the ass.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but it's kind of meditative. It's like paper craft, you know, it's, I'm just like, I just put myself in a mindset, like this is a, you know, meditative thing. And I, I, everything's so digital that doing something with a, exacto and paper actually feels really good you know
1: i think this may be a little behind the scenes but you so you make those uh boxes that they come in
0: Mm -hmm. what is it
1: like shipping all of those is that a nightmare because they're they're you'd have to ask
0: you'd have to ask dove that because i've never shipped one i only ever made them for the shows
1: oh and you're close to dove so you just we yeah i just drive
0: over okay yeah i just drive right over I'm there like a lot, probably more than Dove wants me to be. I'm always hanging <laughs> out, <laughs> distracting like Ian or something. Um, but we know them really well. And, and yeah. Sarah Joe is a good friend of mine, um, his wife. So, you know, that, that's, it's like, they're like family. Um, and our kids are the same age. So that's like a fun thing. We have like Disneyland moments and stuff. Oh, I love um, that. But Divergent, sorry, I, I veer off topic a lot. That's perfect. But, yeah, so I just I, – I don't know how they actually uh, ship them. And, you know, I, I don't – it's not like I, I don't care, but it's like that's the all. <laughs> <off. laughs> like he figures it out. But what I did do is I I I put, like, tissue paper, you know, like a little burger would be in. Like, I put yeah. tissue paper on the inside, folded. And then I I actually ordered – so they have really hard outside boxes. So mm. they come in their own hard shell outside box that just – pretty uncrushable if you're shipping it in a box mm-hmm. um and they i haven't had any i mean i've sold a ton of them i don't know one's ever complained you know yeah. so that they haven't made it and the thing is they're a giant solid piece of resin yeah um not hollow
1: like the actual they're different. not
0: hollow they're yeah. solid pieces of resin. they're quite red they're quite heavy actually really? um and yeah, I think that's the thing people expect them to be when people pick them up, they expect them to be light. Mm. and they expect them to be like rotocast, you know, so they'd be hollow in the middle. But you know, we're just made a mold and and cast them. And so they're like a paperweight. Yeah. And there's no really extra parts. Everything that's extra on there has been sculpted onto the toy uh you know using using Sculpey or wax mm-hmm. so you know like Darth Vader's helmet is directly on the toy it's not like removable or anything so
1: that makes the toy so much better to me because I, I remember like being a kid and even now I lose shit all the time
0: yeah yeah like you know why bother
1: yeah I don't want to lose a piece of a toy especially now that I'm an adult like it's a collectible for me now not a toy
0: yeah I mean I get it and listen like Greg a mug. He makes things so complicated. He'll do a toy that has like 16 points of articulation Mm. and removable this, removable that, and real rocket firing. And Dove's always like, why are you a glutton for punishment? Like, why do you do (laughs) this shit? It's so why do you make something so hard and so like difficult to make and then it's just gonna sit in a fucking box, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's actually why he made a removable bubble for that Mando's in action toy because he it, that toy had like 10 parts of articulation and all this moving shit. But I I just don't I don't engage in that. I'm just like everything's just fucking glued on. Mm-hmm. Standing there. That's what it is. Like I'm not, <laughs> you know, I don't I'm the opposite of Greg. I'm just like this is what it is. A fucking statue. It's a mini statue.
1: So when you make galactic sluts then are they um are any articulation or are they statues no, as well?
0: No. No, they're just statues. They're I just statues. Yeah. And they have they have different elements on them like Corgi uh the one that I that was volume 3, I learned uh how to do flocking. Mm-hmm. So she's she's hand flocked and then has like a like a satin sheath that goes around her. You know, so they they're and then she's also painted as well um you know so she's like a fuzzy texture it's cool you know like there's there's different elements you know to each one that the second one very was like a swirled resin yeah the the first one was just painted yeah I look at the paint jobs on the first one and I'm like oh my god like I've just gotten so much better (laughs) from that I'm just like I can't believe anybody bought this shit like when I look at the promo shots for it, I'm like oh my god I was just learning you know you don't you get better over time and it's, and you, the only way you get better over time is if people see your shit and believe in you and give you the opportunity to get better over time. Um, you know, I think being in like marketing and doing stuff, I don't like doing things for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. I don't like sitting there and doing things for myself. Like I'm always monetizing my creative life and my ideas, um, whether or not that's, what you're supposed to do. But you know, it's, it's, I, I kind of went into the glasses so and starts thinking I want it to be a 10 part series, but I'm not going to fucking bother if no one gives a shit. Yeah. like, I'll just, you know, sit on the idea and maybe I'll tinker around or something. But, um, yeah, people have really been nice. It's same thing with the nuggies. Uh, Dove was like, I told him the idea and he was like, I want it for the show. Um, it was just going to be something I was going to put out by myself, but he has so many like Asian clients and they love that shit. They, they just go nuts over it. So I, I sell a lot to China. Um, yeah, like he just said, other day, like a gallery there, it was like, they wanted everything, you know? So it's, it's cool. It's just, it's just, uh, different. I don't even know. I just tangented it off like no, crazy. No, that's perfect.
1: <laughs> I think, and you said something that is, that I wish everyone would understand that when we don't know how to do it, we kind of just learn as we go. Like you learned, how yeah. paint, learned how to paint better. And so yeah. when people buy these toys, you're not paying for the the thing, you're paying for the thousand hours it took me to get to this point.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. So I was watching, I'm going to bring up Crumbs Blunt right now.
1: Oh, um, i'm more than happy to dive into this <laughs> <laughs> i've been amped I saw i'm gonna, that I'm gonna bring like... him
0: up right now not even in the context of me but in the context of ghoul gaba um he did this interview with him and he was did such an it? asshole yeah i saw it
1: okay full disclosure i, I know it. what ghoul says about me as well it's it's oh, not okay bad. yeah it's not no, bad bad.
0: no um I, I actually know about that too, but it's not bad. Yeah. It's it's like Sweden, I would say. It's like Sweden. Because he's like, like Sweden.
1: Yeah. And he was like, uh, he doesn't make art. That's good, because I don't believe I make art. So we're on the same page, buddy. <laughs> <yet. laughs>
0: I mean, and part of that's like ball busting. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think there's any like ill will. No. Like behind that, you know, but um, but he's interviewing him. And uh, it was very, it was, the whole thing was just like very creepy because it's, it, you, you kind of think, it oh, was he joking? And then you're like, no, there's like something sinister going on here. Yeah. But anyway, he's he's forcing him to tell him th- why his toy would be worth this amount. And then this other toy would be worth that amount. You're like, why would yours be so expensive? Um, and he's like, and Ghoul's like going along with it, which, you know, to his credit, I would have just been like, fuck off and hung up on the fucking conversation because it's so disrespectful but um you know he he humors him and he and he goes along with the conversation and he explains all the reasons why it would be worth but you know what things are worth but they're fucking worth it has nothing to do with the materials it has nothing to do even with time that you spend on something it's concept. It's proof of concept. It's 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 i it's idea. It's you have no idea how long ideas have been in the ether before they even hit the paper, mm-hmm. before they even go in the pot. You know, some ideas have been stewing in an artist for years, and then they finally, uh, you know, get it together enough to be able to put it into a tangible thing. I mean, resin is is not worth its weight you know, in plastic, it's, it's fucking, it's, it's a tangible form of artistic expression and in such it is worth fucking money. Yeah. And, and when people try and clown out others for so, you know, cause you, you go to a fucking tar- target or Walmart or something and these stupid uh, figures are 13, $14. Um, and, you know, like Hasbro and all that crap, it, it's, it's garbage. Mm-hmm. It, what they're selling is, is vapid garbage. And it's mass produced and it's and it's usually crap Mm -hmm. and it's not hand painted and it's not all this stuff. So I actually think a lot of the stuff in the scene is underpriced, to be honest. I I think we should all charge a lot more because it's worth a lot more.
1: I think so. One thing I mean, since we're already on the topic that got me about crumbs that pissed me off. So I've had a lot of interactions with him. And at the beginning it it never was vile or volatile and it just Mm -hmm. slowly crept that way. And I was like, God damn it. Like what the hell's going on? Yeah. And he used to tell me like one of my biggest pet peeves is when people try to price my shit as if Mm. like, I didn't do it right. Yeah. And there's a, like, I've spent time deciding why or like what it is. And that motherfucker ended up saying like, no, like, you got to make sure you list all your materials and your time. And I was like, this is not my full-time gig. I want my stuff out in people's hands. Why
0: would you need to do that? That's just yeah. freaking weird.
1: I do That's materials weird. because I need to like make that back. But for my time, I don't, fuck, this is my hobby. I love it.
0: Do you go to a restaurant and then under each item on a menu, they tell you the market, the, the, the wholesale cost of every ingredient in the dish? <laughs>
1: Absolutely not. That's,
0: <laughs> that's bizarre. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's there's no. It's like a painting is only costs money and paint and a canvas, right? Yeah. Some paintings are worth a million dollars. It's like it has nothing to do with materials at all. It's uh, that's. Uh,
1: I mean, I, since I can't, we're have... since we're on this topic, we're gonna yeah we're gonna do a little tangent and <laughs> go back around to him. So yes. Uh, customer I mean because you you said that your background's like marketing and stuff yeah unboxings and what a customer gets has got to be probably pretty high on your priority list right
0: yeah for sure
1: so what I think then what irks probably even more is that having that one customer that's just shitty
0: yeah and that was the first I'm not even shitting you that was the first refund um and bad interaction we've ever had in the hundreds and hundreds of toys that we have shipped out. Um, not just toys like t-shirt, sticker. I mean everything. We've had tons of orders. And he didn't even get it. So that's the other thing. Um, but basically what, what happened was, you know, he ordered we had a Star Wars two pack of candy left up from DesignerCon 2019 on the site. Oh
1: shit. I thought I had
0: I thought I had sold everything out. Yeah. Um, it was left up there because we were letting people pay digitally in 2019 because not everybody has cash. Yeah. So everything that was up on our site in designer con, I listed as a line item in our Shopify store so that we could just easily take Apple pay. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and after the show, I forgot to sell it out. So it was like this one relic. Okay. So this guy orders it. I'm like, motherfucker. We're in the throngs of all these other projects. We have a lot of commissions going on. We have big projects going on that we're doing all the time. I mean, we don't talk about this. We're not really that good on social media Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like really talking about all the projects we're doing because a lot of them are for clients. And I have, because I'm a marketing director, I know, like, I just don't talk about other people's shit. Mm-hmm. If they want, when they're ready to talk about it, then I'll talk about it. Yeah. But if I'm doing commission work for somebody, that's their business. I never mentioned it. I never put it up in a stories or anything. Um, so, you know, we're, we're fucking busy, which I'm grateful for. And, and, you know, I appreciate it. Anyway, this guy, this guy does this candy, this two candy, two packs. I'm fucking scrambling now. To find you know how hard it is to find fucking lifesavers. I can't find lifesavers in a goddamn store to save my life. I literally gone to like 50. Oh my god, Michaels. Yeah, Michael. yep. <laughs> I'm going all around to these stores. I have to find the files were on my old computer yeah. that I don't even use anymore. That I had to find the cord for. Then I couldn't find the files. And then I found like one physical um piece left over. I had to take that. Thing, bring it to the store, say, can you digitize? It was like hours of work of me just being able to fulfill this like $20 order. Yeah. Um, it's not really about the money, but it is because we've got clients that are paying a fucking fuck ton more that are already in the queue. Yeah. So I'm like, listen, you know, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I I really want to get this out within like two, three weeks, which I think is reasonable for a handmade item. Oh, um, two, three weeks Totally, is sure. totally reasonable. Yeah. So we're at the two and a half week mark um, on the 20th. Mm-hmm. No, it was like the 19th because it was the day before Greg's birthday. We were leaving for vacation. I was up till 4.30 the night before finishing stuff for that bootleg Bonanza show. And I woke up at five, I went to bed for like three hours, woke up to go try and finish this, this guy's order. Mm-hmm. So it was like done. We were ready to like ship it out. And this guy sends this thing, double question mark. And, Passive aggressive. and then, yeah, super, which I'm already, like, set off. Because yeah. I'm just, like, I don't play that. Like, I'm super respectful with people. I'm, like, really professional. Uh, but the minute, I'll turn into a down bitch. The minute you fucking disrespect me, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't play it at all. And so, I... You know, Greg had written back, "Hey, sorry, we're re- we were really behind in shipping out today." Like he even, you know, apologizes. Whatever the guy goes, seriously, dude. Like, oh, what the fuck, you know, like, just oh, if it's not coming, I'm gonna need a refund. So then I said, "Well, I'd be happy to refund you. Mm-hmm. Just go to somebody else." Like, it's it's. I, I was so done at that point. Um, what he wanted, I think, was for us to kiss his ass, yeah, and be really like. Treat him like a Karen at Sunday brunch who, whose eggs came out slightly cold. I'm not, I don't do that. Yeah. This is like my life and my art. And if you don't want it, then don't fucking have it. And if, d- dude, things have taken a while before, like for sure, it's, it's happened to everybody. Things have taken a month or a couple weeks or, you know, and, and we communicate with people and we're like, hey, I'm so sorry we're behind. And they go 99.9999 of the time and go, dude, no worries. Thank yeah. you so much thanks so much yay like that's the general consensus i'm not saying that um we shouldn't have a level of customer service but i don't think anybody in the scene should deal with dickheads no it's like not okay you know i think we don't oh go ahead sorry like well
1: that little piece of like One, to start out with the double question mark already is bad. And then when someone apologizes, that's it. Like that's the end.
0: That's the end of the conversation to a normal person. Yeah. Then it got worse. Then I was like trying to refund him and Shopify wasn't letting me refund him for some reason. Maybe he changed the card wasn't working or something, his card, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, can you just give me a PayPal or Venmo to pay you back? He ref- I don't know if you read did you read did you read the thread? Oh, I
1: read it through like four or five How times.
0: How many times did I ask him for the PayPal or Venmo? Like it- six times?
1: Yeah, it was like he wasn't seeing that message. That's what it felt like. It- he was just reading over it.
0: It was like he didn't want i i kind of felt like he just at that point really just wanted to terrorize mm-hmm. me do you know what i mean yep and it got worse and worse and he started swearing and then all this stuff and then finally instead of just giving me his paypal or venmo he opened a case in paypal just to be a dick okay so like i'm like whatever we paid him and moved on with our life we were like two hours late checking into our hotel that day because of the situation because i was like dealing with it and i had to go you know, the way PayPal works is like, if someone refunds you, you need to have like PayPal, like money in the PayPal thing. Mm -hmm. And you need to have it immediately or the refund won't go through. So then I had to go for some reason, everything was all crazy. I had to go to a store to find a PayPal ATM to put my it was like a cluster app. Totally Aiden. This is all the shit. That we don't really talk. The reason I did that post is because this is the kind of shit we don't really talk about because we don't really necessarily see ourselves, everybody in the scene as a business owner, mm-hmm. but we are. We all own a small business. It's our fucking name, apparently, right? Yeah. But I, I'm certainly just gonna say that right here. I'm not gonna have the same standards as a brick and mortar place with a fucking Yelp page. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not dealing with shit. It's like, if somebody is a dick to me, it's over. I'm yeah. not gonna deal with it. I think everybody should have that same mentality. Multiple people after that post commented me, commented to me and read, sent me messages that said they had dealt with this guy too. He oh, so terrorized he's, them.
1: Yeah, he's just a constant dick.
0: He's a constant dick. Okay. So it's like, you know, that actually made me feel so much better. You know, honestly, I was so upset that morning because people just never treat me like that in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I like I'm blessed in that way that I really never have altercations with anybody. And you know, you know, my my husband would kick someone's fucking teeth in if they talked to me like that in real life. His, like, comment, you
1: know, oh, I thought it was going down. I will
0: like, you know, was like, and he's not, he's not like that. But if you saw Greg in real life, you no, know, he's fucking six four, built like a lumberjack. Yeah, he's he does not play. Like he's like, no, I'm not. Like this is not, you know. And he's very protective of me and stuff. And so, um, but yeah, like I.
2: We interrupt this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Earth to Tentacles, aliens have landed. Earthling. I want lowbrow art and bootleg toys. Toys, 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 toys. Well, you come to the right place. Earth to Kentucky is a shop for folks who love vintage sci-fi lowbrow and art bootleg toys. Toys, toys. toys, They're located over there at 836 Main Street, Covington, Kentucky. <makes noise> toys, toys. They carry original art, vintage action figures, designer bootleg toys and, toys and t-shirts designed exclusively for their store by some of their favorite artists. Thank you, Earthling. I enjoy Earth to Kentucky. I have all my favorite bootleg art toys, toys Hey, look at that over there. It's a spaceship. I need to go now. Someone's filming me in my spaceship. Shop now, www.earth2kentucky.com. That's earth2kentucky.com. Or just land your spaceship when they're open.
0: I was just like upset about it. And I was like, well, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do a post because he had done this like smear post where he only uh, put the front, the the first two lines where we had said the thing about we'll refund him. He did a post-up and everyone, all these people, not everyone, there was like five people in the comments were like, unbelievable. These people are crazy. Like all this stuff about us. And I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing this. I'm not getting away with this. I'm going to make a whole thing out of this because it's like, this might be a moment where people can actually go, you know what? I felt this too. And I'm not alone Mm -hmm. because I didn't know. I'm like, you know, we've never had a bad interaction, but is this something that people deal with a lot? Like, I'm actually curious. Like what what kind of crap do we have to deal with in this scene when we're just trying to be artists and then people are coming like fucking Karen's to us and and yeah. being dickheads. So the, the outpouring of support was like in fucking sane. I can't even believe how many people were commenting and, and messaging yeah. and um just sharing their experiences and saying even stuff with this guy going oh my god I've dealt with him too he's the worst and um that made me feel a little better because it's like oh good it's not just me he's just he's just deranged um and yeah it was it was really cool and everybody on there was super uh positive except for uh
1: one person (laughs) And we're, we're coming to that. We're, we're for sure coming to that. But what gets me and I, and maybe you can uh, connect with us. It, it pisses me off so much that if we call this art, there's that stupid, um, like old thing, like, Oh, you're a starving artist. Right. Which then people take advantage of that when they buy sometimes yes. and they're like, yes. Oh, you need my money. Exactly. It's like, bitch, I don't need anything from you. We don't yes. have to interact. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And also people think that when they buy something from you, they own you. And it's like, no, actually it's the other way around. Like you own a piece of me
1: because you're
0: buying from me. It's, it's not, you know, and I don't think anybody, I'm not trying to promote everyone being an arrogant prick about shit, but it's like, you certainly don't own anybody in a retail situation. No one's you're not the boss of anybody because you buy something. It's kind of like how people treat servers sometimes. You know how there's certain people in a restaurant; they're super nice to the waitresses, and there's certain people that go and like fucking dicks. It's like yep. they're not your rent-a butler for an hour. Yeah. You know, no one, no one needs to kiss your ass because you throw a little money at them. It's, it's just not a thing. I'm not, and, and that was funny. The guy called me a rude dick, and um, which I'm actually making t-shirts right now that say that because I've got oh, a couple people God. that yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the shirt I want. But
0: yeah, right. But which I thought was really funny. But, you know, it's like, how am I, so how was anyone supposed to act in that situation? You know, it's like, yeah. I, I don't
1: know. I get, I don't know. I get, if we're talking like, because I'm in this scene and you're in this scene, right. I think we understand a little more. If I paid a crazy amount of money for something yeah, and it was like taking a little bit longer, I think for me, it's like, hey, I just wanted to make sure I was still in the queue. If it takes longer, absolutely, so be. Yeah.
0: absolutely. You know, and it also, we were actually saying too, this guy, if he had said to me, "Oh man, I really needed this for a present.
1: Mm. Like I was
0: gonna give her this, I was gonna give them this present on on Thursday, and I don't think it's gonna come in time." What I would have done personally is, I would have refunded him, sent it anyway to Day air, and hope it got to him anyway. Mm. That's okay. that's what I was yeah. literally. And I was gonna. By the way, he paid for two packs. I was gonna give him four. I was gonna throw him a fucking extra, because oh sorry, my my battery. Okay, you can see me? okay. Um, I was gonna throw him extra just because you know what I mean. Because I Which was is like, insane. oh man, he. We do this kind of. We do yeah. this all the time. We've given people like extra figures because we're like, oh, it took too long or something, yeah. or throw them sticker packs and stuff. Um, look, I don't think anybody. Won. I do think that. I don't think anyone wants something to take too long, but you know because we're we're definitely not you know I don't think everyone's like a starving artist but no one's really except for maybe a couple people funding their entire life with this yeah. so we're balancing real daytime jobs sometimes you know why we have we have a family um, you know just general life shit and this is being worked in mm-hmm. and um, we aren't we aren't a store that has things stocked that we ship out next day it's just not like that, you know, Yeah. Um, sometimes we make things ahead of time. But, you know, it's like even, even it's just the expectation and the expectation of, of this to be like a retail location with some sort of corporate accountability is also ridiculous. Like there's mm-hmm. no boss. There's no boss ahead of me going. You didn't deal with that customer. Right. It's me. I'm the fucking CEO. So I'll yeah. go tell you to fuck yourself.
1: Which is like, so heartbreaking too. Cause if you are your CEO, then that means when shit like this happens, like it hits you harder.
0: Yeah. It's your only yeah.
1: one.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, and this was actually, it's funny because full disclosure, this was actually bought through Mug. And I, but I, I'm the, I talk a lot on the Mug um, mm. Insta. Okay. So he actually thought he was talking to Greg, probably, um, which is probably why he called him a rude dick. Mm But he was actually talking to me, Um, you know, which which happens a lot. It's funny because I have Greg always makes fun of me because I have he goes, I go into my bro voice because Mm -hmm. sometimes we're talking to certain clients, but they've already been talking to Greg previously. So I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah, brother. Like, I just kind of like mirror the,
1: <laughs> yeah. and I think, the male
0: conversation.
1: Well, what's so tough too is like when I interact with people, I use the phrase, hey man, all the time. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed it, but in the, my first message to you, it said, yeah. hey man. And it's just something that I yeah. throw out. You
0: know, it's funny. I actually thought for a minute, I'm like, does he know I'm a girl? I actually did think that for one second. Oh,
1: yeah. I know. Like, I knew. I did. Yeah. 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 I, but I do like, um, I reached out to uh, she makes the My Little Pony things. I can't remember her name. Punk oh, and Pop, Pop and Punk. Pop and Punk. And yep. I think my message came out the she's same. She's the way best. Other. And I was like, I hey, love man. her. And I, yeah. I I think that's just a phrase I used to start the opening of like, this is just yeah. a non-confrontational thing right here.
0: Yeah. 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 No, it's funny. And, she, and oh man, she's the best. I just want to diverge for one second and just talk about can I, can we do that for a second, actually? Can we just talk about some of the yeah. girls?
1: At, please, I would love please, to please, talk please. about that
0: um, like, so, all bitching aside
1: <laughs> well, yeah, so I tried to sad I tried so i am I book up I don't know like twenty different interviews at a time, and yeah. so like i'm I'm booked up through July and like they'll just start releasing. yeah, and she was supposed to be one of them, and I think I don't know, maybe i maybe it was my part or something, but I was trying to nail down a date and mm-hmm. working with different time zones is fucking Yes, awful.
0: Yeah. Cause she's in Brazil. Yeah. yeah so in I Brazil. can see where that would be.
1: And it's four hours, which isn't cr- like crazy, but I, I think I, I came on a little too rough cause I was like, Hey, uh, I get it's four hours. What times work? And then here's these days, what day works? Mm-hmm. And it, she was like, Oh, let's reschedule for some other time. And I was like, Oh, no big deal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, No, I, maybe I'll be like, he's actually nice. Well, you can't, you know, you know, that's another thing too. I I just want to circle back to the other thing too. You know how your, your voice online sometimes is really different. You know, when you meet people in real life and you're like, Oh, you're nothing like I thought you were online. Yeah. We type Yeah, We type, we type different. And so that, you know, that's the thing too. Sometimes I feel like, uh, and I talk on the phone a lot, like to clients, Mm -hmm. um, like in marketing, like in my job, I'm such a phone talker. I'm such a video talker. I, I'm an in real life person talker because of that very thing. Mm. Because, because being behind a keyboard, you know, it takes away the inflections of our voice. It takes away like, you yeah. know, you, don't, you also don't, all the little things that people say when they say like or um, or, you know, the, the, I find that very endearing. Mm-hmm. I like when people have these, you know, little things that they say, and you don't say that when you're typing. Yeah. So you sound very robotic and sometimes it can come across as dry or like you're saying, you know, pushy or or something yeah. When really like pushy can come across on the keyboard where it would in real life, it would be called excited. So, you know, I, I, I find that the way that we all communicate with each other, you know, through Instagram can be kind of soulless in, in a scene that is nothing but soul because it's, like so you know fervent with these like creative ideas and they're not committed either that's the other thing too with this scene which is so cool is that like in my line of work there's a team of people that have to approve an ad campaign say yeah. for example um in, in or you know if you work for hasbro or something it's a team of people that go okay let's decide on that one with us it's just from our fucked up brains to our hands, to making the toy, to putting it on, to putting it out in the world. There's no committee. There's no, there's no one going, Hey dude, maybe that's not a good idea. Or that's hilarious or that's too far or that's great, you know, or that's good. Like it's just so personal. So, so Mm -hmm. to have like these impersonal um, conversations when everything we do is like the utmost personal of almost like any other, uh, you know, creative field. Um, Okay. That's my tangent on that. But I'm going to circle back to the girl the girl thing.
1: Yeah, give us um, a list of, like, the different ones you follow or you know of. And I hope
0: I don't miss anybody. Um, well, of, of course, Punk and Pop is, like, she's, like, the jam. I love her. We've talked, like, many times. Um, her stuff is just really cool. And and her cars, I own a lot of her things. Um, they're just beautiful. Her mm-hmm. artwork is, is, is gorgeous. It's really high level when you see it in person, too. That's another thing, too. When you see these things in person, because I get to – Fortunately, go to DKE a lot before the shows. Like I'm almost always there in the morning of the show. Yeah. Um, to bring in them coffee or whatever. And I I because I like to, I'm nosy, so I like to look yeah. at everyone's <laughs> shit. I really nosy. Yeah. I just like to look at it in person and you can't you can't tell from a picture. You can't tell the texture of paper and things like that. Yeah. Uh and and so I go and I look and I'm usually really impressed with people's stuff and I'm I'm really impressed with hers always time and time again just gorgeous um Mallow of course mm-hmm. everyone loves Mallow she's, like she's uh, her name's just, Marin, right yeah right yeah. yeah I think that's right she's on um, my docket I, I don't know her very well personally like her and I have talked mm-hmm. you know like multiple times um casually but I don't like know her personally like I like I um but she just she works really hard, man. She puts out toys all the time. Yeah. She's a machine. I mean, it's incredible actually her level, you know, of putting out toys and she just has such a good aesthetic and it's so recognizable. You can see her figure from a hundred yards away and just know it's hers. Like you just yeah. know her packaging. That kind of stuff means a lot to me coming from my field. You know, that's everything in marketing, everything in branding is how can I recognize that within two seconds? Mm-hmm. And she just nails it. She just she's such a professional. Um, and then of course, Katie, um, uh, uh, John's, John's wife. Oh my God. Horsey boo. I was like, she's like my friend. I can't remember. Um, and John and Katie are good friends of ours. Uh, they're like family. Um, and Katie's work is just impeccable. She, she doesn't, she, have you ever seen any of her things like Mr. Tusk was, Fucking
1: insane!
0: Yeah, and she put she sold those for way too cheap. insane like like people were like, "Oh, two hundred dollars? Are you fucking kidding? You know how long it took her to do that? All that hand yeah. painting work? Those should have been 400
1: I saw her those, like I mean, sculpting, and I like I watched those videos constantly because it was like she was putting on each individual stitch.
0: I mean, unbelievable! Yeah, like she takes it to the next level. She shames everybody in in terms of of painting. Her yeah. painting is incredible. Um. Yeah, so she, I just have so much respect and love for her because, you know, the work she does is, it, it, like I said, it just, it just puts all of us to shame. It's just so good. And also, you know, what's really cool about her is that she doesn't, she doesn't play the, the game like she doesn't, first of all, she's fucking hot as hell and she never flaunts it, which she totally should, but she doesn't. She's hot as hell. She could be up there posting up pictures of herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. and And sell, sex and selling it and all this stuff. And and she doesn't. She's just like, this is my art. And, and she doesn't even promote that much. She just, like, people just recognize how fucking good it is. Yeah. And that's that. There doesn't need to be any more said you know, and um, self-promotion is cool and it's needed and we all do it and, and some people are better at it than others and some people fucking love and are addicted to it mm-hmm. and some people don't do it at all and she's just like one of those people, she just puts her work out people fucking love it, they buy it, it's over yeah
1: um,
0: you know, those are those are 100% like my top three girls in the scene but, oh wait, no, I have a top four, ne- uh, Nekusatsu uh, so, who is that? You don't know Nekusatsu?
1: No. Can you please send me that after this? Oh,
0: my God. Oh, well, Nekusatsu's been around for a really long time. She's trans. Uh-huh. Um, and, and super well-respected artist. I mean, I'm really like, cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you yes. not know Nekusatsu? Yeah. Um, is really cool she has a twin brother they're super fun we we met them at five points in brooklyn years ago when we were doing dude our first show was
1: i think i'm following her already yeah
0: yes yeah yeah it's like Uzatsu. just great so good so 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 good um i'm pretty sure she's a designer too by the day because i think she just won like an award um a design award
1: damn
0: but so our first little story time our first show we ever applied to was Five Points Fest in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We were living in New York at the time and we didn't get in. And, cause we were nobody. We literally yeah. like nobody. We didn't get in. So they sent me the email. I wrote an email back immediately <laughs> that, said, that said, I will fucking do anything to get into this show. Is there any other artists that maybe were also on a wait list? We'll share a booth. And guess what? We'll pay for the whole fucking booth. We'll just pay for it. We'll just invite four artists into our booth. Make yeah. our booth like so, like in a like a upcoming artist thing. You know, like we'll do. We'll literally do anything. Mm-hmm. And they emailed me back the next day, and they were like, "Sounds like a fucking great idea." And so we shared a booth with two um, other artists. Yeah, yeah. It was the first time they'd ever done that um, at Five Points, and that was the first time we ever showed. And then six months later, we're in fucking Designer Con. I love that. With, it was like, I just, we, we just, we just don't take, I, for, I just don't really take no for an answer. And I just like, was like, <laughs> I'm, no, I was like, I'm not accepting this. Like, no, yeah, no, I'm not, you know, and, and it was, it was great. It was, it was like such a way for us to, to uh, enter, you know, the scene. And
2: we interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Hey, check out what I just got.
0: Oh my gosh, what is
2: this stuff? These are bootleg art toys. What? Where do you find bootleg art toys? I find bootleg art toys at Bootleg Bonanza. Bootleg Bonanza! An alternative toy store that specializes in bootleg art toys resin and vinyl. Oh my gosh, this one's weird. Actually, they specialize in weird. Not only do they buy and sell and trade designer toys, they produce them in their fully equipped studio. Bootleg Bonanza! Where is this at again? Bootleg, Bootleg Bonanza. Bonanza, it's at 200 East High Street, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Or you can head there online at www.bootlegbonanza.com. I don't know. Whose money do you spend on this? You didn't spend our money on this weird stuff, did you? Um... I mean, what is this thing? Uh... Head there now, www.bootlegbonanza.com, and
0: spend all your money. Bootleg
2: Bonanza! I'm broke! Trying
0: to think who we were with. They changed their names since then, so I'm trying to think of their, like, older names. Um, But... Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was like this cool experience where I couldn't believe like how awesome the scene was. And and that was the first time that we, I was, the reason we bring it up is because Nekusatsu was there mm-hmm. and they're young. So they were like with their dad. Mm-hmm. I remember it was like, they were with their dad had um, Oh, how the young they talking? Pretty young. I think they were like 18 or high school maybe. Oh my
1: maybe? gosh.
0: No, so that's what, this is what I'm saying. Nekusatsu is like very high level, very young yeah. and it's unbelievable, you know, what she's doing and, and, uh. And so they were there with their dad, they were super nice. Uh John was there, dollar slice, you know, mm-hmm. of course, so we got to hang out with him. There's this like picture of of like Greg, John, uh, Nekusatsu and my daughter, <laughs> like all standing <laughs> at our booth. Um, but that was like our first, that was our first, like, hey, we're in the scene and nice to meet ya.
1: I love that. I I wish, you know, there's it's that good and bad, right? Like um none of the um Women that you have mentioned, like none of them that I've seen have posted, like, hey, this is me. I'm a woman. I make toys. And that's just not what they post. They post their art, which yeah. is like, it's that dual thing. Like, that's amazing that you just post your art. But also, I want to celebrate the fact that this is a male dominated thing and you're, yes. and you need to be out there more.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm in the works of starting a show mm-hmm. that's called This Means War, W O R, and it's Women of Resin. So this oh, means women of resin. And so that's a show that I'm working. We obviously we're gonna do we were gonna do it this year, but then you know, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're gonna do I was working with Sarah Churchill. So I don't know if you know her, Sarah Churchill. Mm-hmm. She's she's just like an awesome chick that's in the scene. Um, she's a collector. Um, I actually met her at a party at Dove's house, uh, where they were filming the after show for. Uh, designer con okay, and we just became like instant friends and she's awesome but um I was gonna do it with her so her and I were gonna you know start the show in Portland and um you know we still will and stuff mm-hmm. but I, I do think it's worth it for women to have their own show to have their own uh you know community I guess because Absolutely. it is so male dominated and it's, it makes sense that it's male dominated. Like I don't, you know, walk in here and go, why is it so male dominated? Well, what's fucking action figures. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, the, t- the, the subjects are usually, you know, low brow and lots of dude stuff. And yeah. I totally get it, but there's a lot of really, there's a lot of girls out there who really like this form of art And I think they're like afraid to maybe come into it because it is so male dominated. Cause I've talked to some girls who are like, yeah, I would love to do that. But I just feel like I'd be like one in a million, you know, just sitting there, like not having a community. And so I think to do the point of doing the show for me is not even so much to go, we're special because we're in the scene, but it's more like, Hey, we're in the scene. You can come too. You know, you can, you can, you're a girl out there who's interested in action figures. You love Star Wars or you love G.I. Joe or whatever, you know, you're, you're welcome here too, because there's already community here to welcome you, Yeah, you know, with open arms. And it's just kind of a public showing of, of uh, celebrating the diversity of our, of our art, because all the, all the girls um, that I did mention all have very different styles. Yeah. Um, and, oh, there's a, there's a new one. Uh, that was just in the last show only Yoli. I don't know her personally, but I know she was um. in the last DKE show. She did um, that um, Jabba with the uh, um, like stripper vibes or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so she's a, she's a girl in the scene now too. You know, and there's others. I'm I'm probably forgetting. Oh, you know, you know, um, you know Ian though, who works with DKE. Mm-hmm. His wife, although she's not like a showing artist, she she's an incredible painter, and she paints a lot of figures for like really high level like uh, toy artists. Gosh, um, it. I'm not going to drop any names because I don't feel like I don't know if this is like my business to be telling. Yeah. But she's just fucking incredible. I think there's a lot of girls behind the scenes like her that you know might be contributing. You know, yeah, either to their husband's work or their boy or their or someone else's work, you know, as a hire mm-hmm. that we're just not seeing. Which um, I wish they
1: would step forward because yeah, the, so, like totally. painting is an insane. I think we forget that painting is a huge part of this and it's an insane yeah. talent that a lot of us aren't good at, but some no. of us stand out and are so good.
0: Absolutely. I mean, compared to I mean, I've done some nicer shit. I did this like wizard uh for this, we did a run for this uh, um, store in Florida. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really put on my fucking, I was, you know, like in toy story two when that old guy's like fixing Hell Woody. Yeah. I, yep. I felt like him. I was like, I'm the old man with my glasses down <laughs> in my nose. And I was really trying really hard, but you know, compared to a lot of the other people, I suck and that's fine. Cause I'll get better. Um, you know, but yeah, like some of these girls are, are so good. Um, yeah they're just so good
1: okay so are you ready to circle back now <laughs> i We're think i know it. what you're gonna bring up yes okay i'm ready okay here's why also i have i'm i'm hoping to have a present for you it was a surprise oh but God. i that raffle to get that robot and if i get it i'm sending it. To
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> oh his like um like child like that Outsider art, yeah. Um, thing, okay. whatever the
1: fuck it is. So if I get it, just know you're getting a package, and it's. Oh, dead.
0: thank you. I and I'll take it. I'm going to take an like an epic uh, slow motion video of me like smashing it into a million pieces.
1: Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I need your take because I'm not entirely sure what happened. I saw. Me a, neither. <laughs> I saw him comment, and it was like a passive aggressive mansplaining yes. type thing.
0: Yes, it was exactly that.
1: And then it just, like, for someone, I'm trying to think of a way. It's like going into an ant colony and saying, fuck ants. Yeah. Because then everyone started pouring in. And then, like, you know, I don't really know John that well. He helped like, create mold. He showed me how to do it. He helped me create my pressure pot. But I don't know John. Right. But that...
0: But what you just said, what you just said is a testament to John. He helped you do all this shit.
1: Yeah, and like and I
0: mean John's amazing.
1: Yeah, he was so nice. Um, and he's always been super friendly with everything. I've been trying yeah. to schedule him and um his wife uh on a, a podcast, but like she's been sick and then he's like I know busy poor as hell. thing.
0: God, I feel so bad for her. So um
1: yeah. He go like this guy, we all know who it is, Crumbs Blunt, goes in and then like attacks John out of nowhere. And then starts attacking other people, and then keeps going and attacking. And I just don't know what happened. Maybe you can explain better because I don't get it.
0: Okay, so uh, you know it's funny because I don't really get it either. Because all of a sudden, you know, I had there's sixty comments on this, and everyone's like I said, like really supportive, uh, agreeing. I don't even need people to validate. It's not about being validated. Uh, as a person it's about people going man this sucks when we deal with this too or like this is you know whatever and then he comes in and if you and he just basically goes against what everyone else is saying and is basically saying that we're dicks Mm -hmm. and for for basically just telling this guy to fuck off and that um it he the last thing he said was it was it was embarrassing for him to read my post yep and um and you know, I just don't... Like I said, I, I was, like, not having that because I was just like, dude, go fuck your... I, don't even, I actually wish I read it before we, like, had this podcast. I'm trying to remember what I said. But I basically just told him to go fuck himself. Yep. And, and... Uh, it re- re-explained the whole situation you know to him and I didn't know who this person was I, the only thing I ever have seen of crumb and this is a completely 100% true story we were watching a live feed of him interviewing John and it made me physically fucking ill mm-hmm. because he was just like licking John's asshole like a fucking fanboy loser yep. and it was so kiss assy and it was it's just, it's just gross. I hate that shit. I really hate that shit. Listen, people can look up to other people. People can get excited about meeting somebody and you know, you want to be a fan, like whatever, but lapping it up and just sounding so non, it wasn't, it didn't sound genuine, you know, like it was weird and it actually grossed me out. I literally was like, Greg, I can't even like, I wanted to watch it because of John (laughs) because John's my friend. And I literally said, Greg, who is this fucking clown? Like I can't even watch this. Oh yeah. I called him a clown. That was the first thing I did. Um, that was all I knew of him before. And, and I didn't actually know it was him who was commenting, but Greg was like, no, that's that guy. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so, so, okay. So, so I, I basically, you know, say on my whole thing and he comes back and he's like, um, Oh no, no, I'm being sincere. Uh, you know, I, I just really hope you get over this hurt that you have. Oh her, yeah. Hurt hurt people hurt people
1: and that's (laughs) that's what
0: really got me because here's the thing this is what i truly think i actually think that he think that he thought one i'm stupid Mm. and i'm not going to understand what he's doing Mm. which is being super condescending yeah and i was like dude you're a chauvinist condescending prick like that's like what like what i said
1: yeah
0: um and people like him like they just think they're smarter than everybody else and he, I think he generally thought that I was just going to like cower down, not say anything, not stick up for myself, not understand that he's being sarcastic and being a fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. And he just thought I was going to just not say anything back. And instead uh, I was like, cause I'm not fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, I proceeded to basically tell him the whole thing what I just said to you, which is I've seen you fucking lick people's assholes. Like talk about fucking embarrassing. You're a joke. You're a talentless hack. You're a fucking joke. Also, this dude thinks he's like Howard Stern. He literally thinks he's like the dick of the toy industry. It's like, first of all, someone's already been a dick in the toy industry. It's called Sucklord. Go fuck yourself. Sucklord has a fucking decade of work and provenance behind him. He can be a dick to whoever the fuck he wants. I've met him in real life. He's not a dick. I've met him multiple times. He's actually super nice. Morgan's the best. Up. Yeah. Morgan's the, the fucking best. But the point is his persona that he puts off is a persona. It's a TV personality kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
0: Crumbs Blunt has no business. No one should even be giving him the time of fucking day. This dude comes into the scene eight months ago, licks John's ass. John helps him out. Just because John's nice. John's a fucking nice, super nice fucking guy. Anyone who has a bad interaction with him usually is probably Benedict back. Benedict to him. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? But maybe not. I don't know. Just saying that. But um, he gives... Crumb said he was going to do like a documentary. John gives him all this information about everybody in the scene. So now Crum has all this information about people that now he's pretending like it's knowledge that he has come up. Like he spent years researching everybody and he knows all this shit. It's all fucking cr- notes that John gave him. Yeah. He's an idiot. He has, he has no, no reason to be in the scene at all. And, and Gulgaba, when this whole thing was going on, he was really funny. He like messaged me and he was like, dude, I've stood by and I've seen people just take his shit and not say anything back to him and not stand up to him and he's like but you did it you fucking did it yeah <laughs> like,
1: yeah I mean, he I, I, my only question so he uh like is trying to create all these toy communities and do it uh, yeah fine push it forward i don't care but um and so he'll add me to these group things and he'll cause drama and then uh garrett over at bootleg bonanza
0: yes i talked to him too
1: so he fucking he like made an entire new group chat yeah and like excluded this guy. Yeah,
0: because he's the worst. Yeah, and I he's the worst.
1: Well, what this is the only thing I have no idea of how to understand. This guy doesn't make toys; he buys toys. Yet somehow he got in the community and put his tentacles everywhere.
0: Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I just feel like people need to really wise up and just not give this like toxic person the time of day. Yeah, and not give him the validation of being important in the community, because, because that's the thing, this community is actually really fucking supportive. Yeah. Like I, I, I always have positive interactions with people and regularly a lot of us are messaging each other, or leaving messages going, dude, this is awesome. We're not, it's not a competition, I don't think. I, when we're all on these shows, I fucking root on everybody. I'm just like, love seeing people sell out, love seeing people do good work. Yeah. It's, it's makes, it elevates us. As artists, when we have sellouts, it fucking elevates everybody. Because it's like, then customers go, oh, shit, I better buy something. Because shit sells out. Yeah. Um, and everyone's really positive and good. And... um this, I don't understand the point of him. I don't think we need a person like that in the scene, blowing up people, being dicks to them, being arrogant, being rude, uh, making people feel like garbage, um, put, get, getting them on interviews and then talking down to them. Yeah. And 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 I just don't see the point. And like I said, uh you know, this guy obviously has these dreams of becoming the resident dick and 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 being like this Howard Stern character in the scene. And the more people validate him for that, the more he's going to feel solidified in that role. I I don't really know. I don't even know him. I we've never talked before, and he just went on there being a dick to me. So yeah. Par- apparently, we're enemies now or something. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, who he is? I don't give a fuck who he is. i I could literally I, I know people were saying, like, oh, you know, because he does the show, like no one wants to get on his bad side. Who the fuck cares? Why is yeah, anyone even on the show? Why would anyone bother to to do it? It's so ridiculous. It's so stupid. I've seen the only interviews I've ever seen were like atrocious. yeah, it's it's just like there's just no point to the show. It's people being like stressed. There's like a frenetic energy. And it just seems stressful and and awful. And he, it's like scumbag energy. And that's exactly like what we don't need in this scene because it's getting way more professional. And no one needs to talk to each other. Like we're in a group chat at an office. Like no one has to be respectful all the time and people will be dicks and fucking that's their prerogative. Mm -hmm. But this guy just has real prick energy and... It was just funny to see it all play out on my page.
1: <laughs> it was gnarly. Because I just, I have never seen anyone like implode on themselves so quickly. Like say yeah. something so stupid. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's crazy. So I am mean, like you're right about these toy communities. They're everywhere, right? Like we don't need people like him. Yeah. So I'm in a couple group chats and then um, a couple discords and the fucked up thing about it is he is like, he runs one of the discords and it was mm-hmm. like all these toy people in that discord have no idea of that side of him. Mm, oh somehow, my God. Yeah, yeah. Somehow they have gotten to this point where they've never seen him act like a dick. And it's like, I, how, how?
0: I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause that's all I've ever, ever seen of him actually. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, some people have, um, different radar you know than others Mm -hmm. some people really long to be in a community and so they'll deal they'll put up with bullshit um too you know like and also some people are also on that fanboy level where they just want to be accepted Mm -hmm. by everybody or by somebody or by everybody and they, they long for the community and it's sad to think that they'd be longing for his approval or his acceptance because yeah he's a dick and i don't think anybody should put up with that but you know Teach his own. That's just my opinion. Like I, I was actually like cracking up. I was actually laughing, at shit I was writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I can't believe I'm writing this. Um, yeah. You know. And then it was funny because I mentioned John. I, 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 you know, before anybody had messaged me like Garrett or or uh, John or anybody, like I was literally like, does anybody know who this person is? Like that's literally yeah. <laughs> why I mess- I'm like, who is this person? Um, And then I realized who it was, and I was like, oh yeah, it's that like yeah. giant mustache dick um but uh sure. it was pretty funny yeah but he's attacking john and of course i'm sticking up for john because that's just i'm a great person to have with you and in, in a fight because i'll just yeah. fucking go <laughs> yeah
1: and I, it cut, seems like- I
0: cut deep i cut deep yeah.
1: and it seems like john <laughs> is just so uninterested in like the lowest people so he's oh, like i'm not gonna defend myself
0: Oh, no, he was just, like, cracking up over it. Like, he, like, sent me this voice, this uh, voice memo that was, like, read the room, dude. (laughs) It's so true. It's, like, you're the only person saying this shit. And And it was so funny because it was, like, the post was originally about this other dickhead. And then it, like, became about Crumb. And then all of a sudden, all the other conversations flooding into my Instagram were, like, all about him. Yeah. Um, And just, like, what a dick he is. And... Yeah, just just that whole thing. And you know, someone was like gonna do was thinking about maybe um doing like a, a toy that because they like hate them and, and I was like, dude, don't give them the satisfaction. Ghoulish. Like nobody needs nobody needs a, a tribute to that because people like that, people who have like a massive amounts of like narcissism. Yeah, any pr- any press is good press. Anything, any anytime anyone's even right now, actually. I I'm annoyed even talking about him cause I feel like it's giving him validation. Like, honestly, it's like actually pissing me off. Like, I'm pissing myself off even talking about it. Yeah. Um, but I, really it's like a PSA cause I'm like, if, if I could have one wish, it would be like, just like not validate this fucking dickhead. Yep. And let's just all be on the level, you know, with each other where we don't all have to get along, but we certainly don't have to be fucking dickheads. And yeah, you know, it's like, it's like commenting on people's stuff. It's so fucking hilarious to me how how people will comment negative things on somebody's, like, toy post. Why? Just don't say anything. It's so fucking rude. Because as an artist, it's like you really pour your heart out when you put this stuff out here. You know? And, And unless you're, unless I'm bringing my toy to an art critic and saying, please pick this apart. Who the fuck is anybody to go on someone's thing and go, oh, I don't know about that, man, or, you know? It's just, who are yeah. you? It's like, it's like weird to me. It's like, why would you say that? I mean, I, I, cause I read this sometimes in other people's posts and I'm just like, you know and then I, and then I feel bad cause the artist is like defending themselves. And it's like, dude, you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. You shouldn't You're- have to defend your work.
1: Yeah. I have one little, one more thing about it. And then we'll switch gears so we can get off this topic. Uh, Oh my God,
0: please. (laughs) But so
1: I had, so I'm in this weird, uh, I I, I like where I'm at, where I like, well, sometimes just throw things in like Death by Toys does, or I'll create with resin. Like, I I don't know what I love to do yet. And one of the figures I created was a politically incorrect figure. And it was Mm -hmm. to like, to- pour more like insight into the asshole teams that still use native Americans as mm. mascots. And so I used Pocahontas figures and threw them in and crumbs fucking, he's an asshole because he got on my page and he was like, Oh, are these cast hand painted and everything? Oh my God. Like, you fucking no, they're not one. Yeah. That wasn't the point of the thing.
0: Yeah. He just I likes to just, clown. Yeah. He just likes to clown people out, which is, which is usually how talentless hacks run their game. Yep. You know, it's like when you have a lot of insecurities and you're shit at what you do because you don't do anything actually, because he, I don't think he really does anything. Um, He uses it as like a, a veil, like a coping mechanism with his own insecurities. So he just like trashes others. Um, And that's like, and that's like losery, you know, like I said, I, I have zero, I actually have zero problem With someone who's fucking top of their game being a total dick to people. I actually love it. I'm like, you deserve every fucking second of that platform. But uh, someone like him who's like literally on the bottom of the barrel and like contributes nothing to the scene. Yeah. I just, it's like, shut the fuck up, dude. It's like nobody should be caring about his opinion whatsoever. And if anybody wants to create a contrasting, podcast or whatever they should absolutely do it just despite, spite yeah. <laughs> um you know it's just toxic bullshit it's yeah. just it's just not needed i think you're well, I think done you're i can't right. even talk yeah. about it anymore. Okay. <laughs> we've
1: been on here for like uh like an hour oh my god and no, we've been
0: i love sorry, it sorry i'm a talker i'm no, a talker no, okay
1: i love i love the long episodes i did one with suck lord and it was like an hour and 45 minutes and i was like fuck, dude, I'm going to have to cut this. Like I can't yeah. do this. Yeah. So um, the last part of the podcast, I love to leave uh, a thing where it's like, let's plug who you are, where you, where we can find you, everything that's going on. And then if you want to yeah. like drop an upcoming project that you're about to work on.
0: Okay, so can, yeah. You know,
1: without getting in trouble with other people.
0: Yeah, Um. let's see. Okay, well, so first I'll start with, okay, so I'm a deuces wild, right? I have mm-hmm. to go through this all again. Yep. In case everybody forgot, I'm not just somebody who bitches about it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Medusa's Wild. Um, I'm on Instagram at Medusa's Wild, um, and the store is www.mugastanza.toys.com because Mug and I share. Love it. Because why would we pay two separate spot- Shopify fees? It's exactly. It's just silly. It's just silly. Um, yeah, and let's see. What do I have coming up? Why well, Volume Four coming up for Galactic Slots which I'm super excited about. This is going to be, like, a glowing figure. This is, like, a bioluminescent figure. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know if, it, if everyone's, like, who's going to listen to this, like, knows my, my um, Galactic Slash line, but it's basically every volume, every zine is about a different character in this multi-universe uh, story of these, like, you know, like, girls that are called the galactic sluts and they all have these like separate paths that they're on to gain something um it's weird a lot of it's like crystals or, you know power crystals or their planet stuff for their planet or whatever but they're all really like sex crazed uh very like dominatrixy heavy um they kill people very easily they have very little emotions and (laughs) they basically just like to all have sex with each other it's like a big orgy in a zine and have you seen the zines in in person or have you read through them at all i
1: haven't had a chance to
0: so so when you open up the zine you know there's um it's i write full stories is the thing i write it takes me like a month to write a write the stories they're mm-hmm. all i write i hand write little novellas they're little mini novellas i love that um that are like dirty stories basically <laughs> and yeah i mean they're really dirty too they're like super dirty um Can very graphic post
1: where you're asking for like erotic fan fiction of it cuz i think that would be hilarious
0: yeah, yeah no, i I should actually. Um, and then I do, and then a lot i I incorporate a lot of like found images. and then I do original illustrations as well. Yep. and I do them in a style that's just like line line drawing. Um, I did one for Pendragon. I don't know, do you do you follow Pendragon? I do, do you know him at all? Yeah, so he just he just put out a zine where he had a lot of artists like at a at a page. No, um, I don't. think there was like 10 or 12 of us. And I did a page for his zine that was uh, two aliens. Like, so like his character was like hanging upside down and then his dick is out and we're like injecting something into his balls. Oh, I did see that. You have posted about that. Um, It was funny because Pendragon, like he didn't give me any. um, He didn't give us any like guidance. Okay. You know what I mean? And I was just like, what could be like funny and what could actually happen to you if you were captured by aliens in the middle of space? Like, what would these fucking sick freaks do, you know? And I'm like, oh, they'd probably hang him upside down and inject fucking shit into his balls and try or try and extract semen or something, you know? (laughs) So that's what I did. And I, and I, and I sent it to him thinking he's probably going to be like, this is like too crazy yeah he was like I love it I was like okay that's dope (laughs) so you know that's just I kind of do I use sex to be humorous um and I think that being a woman I can do that maybe a little easier without being looked at as a pervert yeah and that's kind of why the galactic slug design to me um was going to be funny in this scene because I specifically, this is something I definitely want to talk about. I, I really am sensitive to copying art mm. and in the sense of our individual, like we're all like kind of copiers, right? Cause we're, we're doing pop art stuff. We're doing, um, star Wars stuff or whatever, but not like that. I'm more like into personal ideas. It's a really big thing for me. And, um, so when I was doing Galactic Slots, I was thinking, I really don't want to do something Star Wars. I really don't want to do something major franchise. I want to do original characters, original storylines, original art. And I, I don't want anyone to think I'm de- being a derivative of their work. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, no one's really doing a lot of like sex heavy stuff. And I think because there's so many dudes... It's just kind of like a circle jerk, like that would just be weird. And I was like, well, but I could come in and do that. Um, and also, I used to work. I used to do roller derby, and I also used to uh, dance at a burlesque show on Sunday nights at this place called Dante's Inferno in Portland. And so, um, and because of that job, I used to be a dominatrix. I had a couple of dominatrix clients, not sex That's stuff, so mostly. Dope. <laughs> most, mostly. This is what I was telling you earlier. I'm like, I'm going to get into this later. Um, the the clients that I had though they were emotional. Uh, they wanted emotional DOMs. So this is this ties into that whole crumb thing and why I was so quick to stick up for myself because uh, a lot of the clients just wanted me to basically talk down to them yeah. for like for like an hour. They you just want little me to, pig
1: that kind of stuff. Like
0: yeah, just insult them and yeah. I would go really deep. I would like look up their Facebook and shit, get all personal things on them, be like, I remember when you wear that fucking shirt to that part, You know, like this stuff, <laughs> like really deep. I can. I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, time doing that. So, uh, I have a lot of experience in this field. And so, you know, when I taught, I met tons of sex workers. I went to college with a girl who was a chemistry major who got me the job at Dante's and she was a sex worker for years. She paid for her entire college education, just being a dominatrix Um, I just, I just known so many, so many girls in the industry who are just like this, like awesome people. They're not, they don't need anyone's help. You know, people, I think sometimes a lot of people look at sex work as this like last resort Mm -hmm. and everyone that I've ever known was the most empowered, like female I've ever met. And they were just so in charge of their finances and so in charge of their life and their time and and went on the bougiest fucking vacations. They had tons of money. It was like, I looked up to these girls. Like, they were awesome. Yeah. And so when I write Galactic Sluts, I really, I, I actually sometimes... Um, think of the girls that I know personally, and I'm writing them based on these girls that I know, like, oh, you know, like what would Caroline have done in this situation? Yeah, oh, yeah, she probably would have decapitated the guy after she fucked him, you know, like stuff that's like rad. that. like <laughs> I, I I really reference people that I've known. I have yeah. clout in that industry, and that's why I write about it. um and I guess star nuggies, like maybe because I've eaten a lot of chicken nuggets, like in my life. No, no, but yeah, the, but that one, you know, that that's where I come from mm-hmm. with that. And so being original is like a, a big, a big thing for me and not, and not just, you know, like piggybacking on, on someone else's, um, shit, whatever. And, and it happens to everybody, you know, when people will end up, I was just talking about this with Google actually, because his stuff is so, I love how he paints those card backs. Those are just fucking killer. Mm -hmm. and it's just a matter of time someone's gonna someone's gonna paint over a picture on a card pack Mm -hmm. you know that'll be their next thing but you know it happens it happens to everybody but um what was I talking about sorry I have so no no you're
1: good (laughs) so we uh we were ending it so uh you're on Instagram and your store envy is shared with mugs and then no, shop is a shopify shopify shop
0: shopify. but it's just toys.com
1: okay and then uh the last part was we were talking what is the next thing coming and you said the
0: yeah next- the gla- yeah glassy sucks <laughs> volume four
1: yep and then are yep. you um i guess we can end it out with are you in sdcc and designer con this year i'm assuming you're, you're doing both of those. yes
0: yeah yeah i'll be doing both and I have a couple releases coming out in between. I'm going to be in that bootleg Bonanza show coming up. Yep. Um, you know, I have a lot of like little projects that I'm working on with smaller brands. Um, I'm working with a coffee shop in the UK to develop a coffee slut line with them.
1: Hell yes.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. the national sluts, which is super cool. Um, and yeah, it, it's, it's been good. You know, it's, like I said, I'm new, like I'm, Mm. I'm new in the scene and, and I was, um, I felt really supported, um, you know, by people and, and, uh, yeah, I have like nothing but good things to say really about entering the scene as a woman. And I want other girls to know that too. Yeah. That of course there'll be dicks and that's fine, but, but you know, if you just if you just move forward and, and are genuine to yourself and what you like to do and your art and put yourself out there, people are really receptive to new artists.
1: Yeah. And I mean, what's crazy is like even when people are dicks, we settle back down. Like if we're if we're good hearted people. Yeah. Ghoul and I got yeah. into it, him, me, and um <laughs> hell yeah
0: okay Okay, i promise that's the last time
1: you're good so oh my
0: god uh, i'm gonna plug my things in
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're good we could finish it off without head no
0: one you were like saying like all these makers are not technical technologically advanced this is it this is like living proof of that right now
1: yeah so i was um like uh the idea that like we don't have to stay a dick so ghoul so me, Ghoul, and Hella Radical got into it at one point.
0: I know all about this story.
1: Yeah, nothing crazy. Um, I don't have any bad blood with them. It was just such a shock for me. Um, yeah. But now, like, like I, I just sent a message to uh, Hella Radical. and I was like, hey, there's nothing. Like, I don't know what to say about it, but there's no bad blood. Whatever it is, it is. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah,
0: you know what else I was you know what else I was going to say too? Sometimes people hear things or see things and they go, they unconsciously become an idea mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily realize that they're like derivative of something. Do you know what I'm saying? Or, or, yeah. or the, like ideas are like in the ether. And um, I totally get that. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's hard to be a hundred percent original and, and obviously um, we're all, kind of pulling from the same listen we all like the same shit we all yeah. like the same characters in the same movies and everyone's bound to have a idea that happens at the same time as somebody else you know what i mean yeah and i because sure, we're all
1: yeah and i'm more interested in reconciling so i was like oh i'll pull it from my stuff from the show and do that like it's not a big
0: no and and honestly to your credit that was like an awesome thing to do and and i think it's all good
1: yeah 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 we're fine. you know what i
0: mean yeah but but um you know, stuff like that just like happens and, and that's fine. And, you know, I, I don't think any, you know, but I just, it's more like bigger concept stuff, Yeah, little toys here or there. It's not like a big, a big deal, you know, but like bigger concept stuff, um, originality, like, you know, like means a lot. And listen, like I, like Sucklord Lord did a lot of, um, dominatrixy type things. Mm-hmm. And he was 100% an inspiration for me to do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I knew going into it, like, okay, yeah, this is, I'm going to be like reflecting on, on that original, you know, um, the dominatrix, but it was like, you know, a lot of in the context of star Wars. And I was like specifically not trying to do that. And, um, but I do have a toy coming up that is very much star Wars and very, very dirty so
1: don't share it don't be. share it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i won't i won't but um, it's always
1: so tough when people talk about their toys or they'll show me one and i'm like hey it's a podcast i can't do it justice
0: yeah right 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 yeah. right so so i'll you know that's like an upcoming thing i have for the show um with Dove. Every, it's funny because every time i tell dove an idea he he's like oh my god like first thing he'll be is like oh my god it that sounds really dirty. Yeah, <laughs> I'll like scale it back. I'll be like, okay, I'll scale it back. I'll scale it back. Um, but he's funny because he's so like deadpan, and, you know, hilarious. Um, but yeah, sorry, my phone died like fifty times. No, no,
1: you're good. I'm Let really bad at plugging
0: chugging in my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I don't know how where the camera is on this iPad, so I feel like I can't see. Okay, now I can see you. Sorry, yeah. I'm outside. Okay. No, no,
1: you're good, because this is pretty much the end, so I just want to okay, say, great. yeah, thank you for coming on and giving me your time. It was dope to talk to yeah, you. Yeah,
0: it was so fun. Yeah, it was, it was really it was fun. I felt like we were just, like, having coffee, you know, yeah. um, somewhere, being normal, like non-COVID times, and, exactly. uh, you know, although I am going to kind of miss it, in yeah. a way
1: because you get to have that alone time that you haven't had in a while
0: yeah Yeah. alone with with three people in a house but yes alone alone in my own space yeah for sure but yeah it was it was super fun chatting with you um thank you so much for having me on